WEHC is happy to bring you Appalachian Artists Live, a live in-studio show featuring local musicians performing original songs, covers, and interviews. And who could be a better host but the man who's been photographing, recording, and promoting local musicians throughout the Tri-Cities for over five years, Kevin Edwards. From the campus of Emory & Henry and the studios of WEHC and WISE-FM, here is your host, Kevin, it's all yours. Good afternoon. I'm your host, Kevin Edwards, here in studios of WEHC and WISE-FM. And I'm in studio with Mr. J.P. Parsons. Hello, Kevin. Hello. Welcome, sir. Thank you for having me in. It's good to be back here. Love this station. It's a great station. It is a great station. And it's great to have you as well. Well, thank you very much. It's good to get out on a kind of rainy and snowy Sunday. I was telling you, I, I drove through a tiny little bit of snow on the way up here. Wow. <laughs> I did too, so <laughs> off and on. Yeah. Well, got some tunes for us. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, it's hard for me to sit and make a list of only nine or ten songs. I always rack my brain pretty hard. There's so many songs, I just really try to randomly pick them out. And uh, I got a, a request from uh, a couple of people uh, earlier this day from the interwebs. And Kevin, I got your request coming up here in a little bit too. But I want to start off uh, with one of my favorite songs to play called The Hard Way. <laughs> Written from the heart, the hard way, the only way to learn things, Kevin, that's what they say. Lost 
That's a good one. The only way. Hard way, the only way. That's right. I have a bad track record of slowly trying to learn better uh, coping mechanisms through absolute disaster. <laughs> that's the, that's for, 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 well, for a long time for me, that was the only way to learn those kinds of lessons. And as I've gotten a little bit older, I've realized you don't have to be so hard on yourself all the time, and you can just let things happen as they come. Though. But no, that tune was about... Uh, I got in a lot of trouble about 10 years ago or so and ended up having to do a bit of jail time in two different states and uh, ended up spending a tremendous amount of money but learned a very valuable life lessons out of the thing. And that kind of what that song's about is kind of, you know, looking at yourself and realizing that there is another version of you inside of you that needs to kind of hit the road, Jack. Well, that's very true. Very true. Very true. All right, let's see here. We'll get so one that's that's not so philosophically deep. How about that? That sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see here. Uh, I used to live back in the grand city of Nashville, Tennessee, for a a nice little stint. Um, I got to work with some cool riders up there. Had a real cool job washing dishes and bar backing a little bit at the Bluebird Cafe. Uh, I've heard that. World famous place for the songwriting. And this is back when Amy Curlin still owned it. A little bit different version than what you'd see, say, come around the TV show Nashville. Do you remember that? Like the, the country music soap opera kind of. Uh, no, I don't, no, I don't remember that. It's a great show. I highly recommend it. It is, it is very addictive. And the characters, it is. It's like a soap opera for people who play music in Nashville and stuff like that. It, it started to change, is what we say. Uh, went a little bit more mainstream and like you know real like popular and stuff we know when things get popular it blows itself out of proportion and you know not to try to gatekeep or anything but if you were to go to the bluebird cafe back in i mean even the 80s the 90s or the early 2000s stuff like that they would do an, an early show and an evening show and it would be like songwriters in the round so there's four people sitting around usually with guitars and they just you know trade off songs around and stuff like that it'd be a packed house seating standing and stuff like that 
and you didn't make a noise. I saw them throw people out for just scooting their chair back and it making a noise and stuff like that. Wow. Somebody be like, you got to get out. One of their t-shirts I remembered, it was, it was <laughs> from the person who plays music a lot in, in public places and stuff like that. I wish more people would hear about this, but one of their t-shirts said the Bluebird Cafe and, and it's under belief that it just said, shh. <laughs> but uh i wrote when i moved over there and stuff like that it was uh, a little bit of homesick even though you know i only grew up about five hours away in east tennessee and elizabeth but i was missing a lot of my folks and a lot of my family uh, and stuff uh back home and was you know at a point in my life where i was just traveling all over the place didn't care if i had a a place to lay my head it was all about the adventure you know and it was it was a lot of fun but this one here is called feels like home to me It's too far to California Passing through East Tennessee Was driving in my car Counting out the stars And it feels like home to me Got held up in Johnson City With the main streets filled with bars Pretty women as far as the eyes can see job on the weekends Singing songs for the stage I strumming my guitar Filling up a tip jar And it feels like home It feels like
feels like home to me. That's another good one. Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Mr. Yeah. Uh, Keith Vance sent me a message. Oh, I love Keith. So I'm, He said, uh, tell you hello. He's oh. listening. Well, hello, Keith Vance. I met Keith. I might have met him a long time ago, and I might not remember it, because I know my dad knows a bunch of the folks that he used to play in bands with back in the day, who Keith used to play back in the day with. But I was playing downtown Bristol one night, and I'm walking in. It's a Cascade Drive house. So when you come in, there's a backside door, and you walk in, and there's this little kind of a nook to your right mm -hmm. where the old stage used to be. There's that kind of indenture right there before they moved everything perpendicular to go straight down the hallway there. Right. And there's a guy, you know, I'm setting my stuff up here. Here comes this dude, and he starts grabbing stuff. And I'm just like, I didn't know, <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. And he's like, no, 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 look, I'm running the sound tonight. I was like, oh. oh. <laughs> I was like, who is this guy? Uh, and after that evening, uh, it, it, it felt, the next couple of times I was like, it felt like I'd known him my whole life. That's the kind of person he is. Yes, definitely. Uh, such a very friendly and kind and supportive and hilarious. <laughs> yeah, he is hilarious. We'll add that on to his, uh, his top tier uh, sarcasm is unparalleled. I believe he's, he's got a, a master's degree in, in great sarcasm. He's a good a, people. He's good people. Definitely yeah, good people. He's good people. I see him around all the time now. Heck I ran him too. I think uh, at the grocery store not too long ago. You just pick back up where you left off. That's it. Yeah, he's he's now done open mic at Cascade. I know he's Tuesday doing nights. Cascade open mic down there. Uh, and I know he. I think he's probably still doing the sound up there on the weekends. I'm not sure, but I think he is. Yeah, I know. I always see pictures of him on Facebook, and he's just playing with anybody and everybody who's kind of around town. He's like, oh look, there's Keith playing this person. There's Keith playing. This he's person. either playing the bass or the drums. Thank bass you. or the drums. Yep. I bet he can play both at the same time. If we probably could. Yeah. <laughs> if you're listening, let me know if you can do both at the same time. Yeah, Keith. Let us know. I bet he can. <laughs> Got some more for us? Oh, absolutely. Let's keep on trucking down here. Let's keep on trucking. I'm tune up this B string here just for a second. It's getting a little, a little weird on me, real quick. But. Kevin, thanks for having me. You do a lot of, a lot of stuff for a lot of the great artists around our area and region, and there's a ton of them. There's a ton of them. It's like also doing radio and stuff like that. I'm getting ready to start my sixth year with Radio Bristol, and I thought I would have made my way around everybody. It's a bottomless pit. It is. Of music. And it's not just, you know, this area is known for, you know, bluegrass and old time country, uh, you know, gospel, uh, religious type stuff. And uh, it's not just that. Everybody, all the other stuff that's around here, people are very good. And that as well. There's a wonderful, like, kind of underground rock scene going on right now. Tons of songwriters. Uh, there's some R&B and some funk mm -hmm. bands going on. You know, Jared Bentley's got that really cool. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, I, love, I love Jared. Ah, oh, dude, have you had them over here? Not yet. Yeah. But I want to. Jared does his own series over in Johnson City with the press. I think yes. it's called The Warehouse. The Warehouse, yes. A lot of videos and stuff like that. Uh, I know I got an invite to start playing with a group called Slick Business. Slick Business. It's Matt Osborne and a couple other guys. They do kind of like a, a funk hybrid I think it might be like leaning on the jam bandy kind of. Oh, great. Kind of stuff like that around town. So I'm kind of, I'm thinking about, it. I don't know if I got time or the room in my head for another musical project. But <laughs> I'm always down to play some funk music. I know that. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, JP has his own radio show on Radio Bristol, WBCM. That's right. We do Fridays at 3 p.m. 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. over there. And it's kind of similar to this format, uh, live 
you know, regional, local, even we get, you know, when people are torn through nationally and they've got time to come in, we'll do stuff like that. Uh, just, you know, promotion for the area, for yeah. the artists and the venues and where they're playing, how they can find your music and stuff like that. And all the music that I source for the, the non-live parts of the show, again, it's all, you know, local and regional people will be like, hey, we're releasing this song on Friday. Here's the file. And the cool thing is, uh, usually alongside with all the music stuff, I get some kind of free merch. And I hate that. I love it, but I'm just kind of like, this. I know this is how you make your money. Right. Like, I will buy this T-shirt. I will buy your hat. I will buy your CD. And people are like, no, no, no. <laughs> but you know, I'm a, I've got a, a, a massive, enormous collection of, of like local, uh, regional CDs and vinyl, T-shirts, stickers, hats, all kinds of stuff. My wife, Shane, she was just like, you can't fit any more stuff into the room. <laughs> I'm like, well, yeah, honey, we, we can get a storage building. Don't get your we'll storage building. There you go. Storage <laughs> build. uh, temperature controlled. There you go. Yeah, definitely. Have to be like that. All right. Let's see what we got on the goal list. I'm just kind of just randomly pointing down at a... What's that? You know what? I want to do that next year's song, Kevin, before I forget how it actually goes. Yeah, next year is one of my favorite All tunes right. of yours. So originally this one, um, I was living in this kind of a, it was a cool house that was split up into like six apartments over on uh, West Maple Street in Johnson City, over there by the the Tree Street area is West Maple for life. And there is a bunch of um, wayward musical types living all around those four or five block radius. And we were all playing together. We were all playing the same uh, the v- same venues and stuff. And we were probably playing each other's songs. I don't know. But my landlord at the time, who was f- the rent where I was saying the power was a part of the rent. Like that utility was taking care of in the rent. And all of a sudden the power went off. Landlord's like, oh, I've never paid your power. And I'm like, <laughs> well... <laughs> It's been on for months, but you know you probably got an overdue power at the bill. I think the way it did, I never went and made a deposit on it. And again, this this whole the house, everything was like grandfathered into this house. Uh, I won't mention any names. It was kind of like a an old kind of Victorian style house, three story. It was it was cut up into like eight different apartments, wow. tiny little apartments. Kind of, you know, it's the slum lordy kind of type dude, stuff like that. Again, won't mention any names. Uh, because I'm pretty sure when I left there, I probably did owe him money. But apparently he told me the power was on. The power wasn't on his name, and the power just went off for a while, and none of us cared. <laughs> we were so young, and we were just like, oh, well, it was the summertime. We just raised the windows and stuff like that. But uh, we were doing a lot of songwriting. Me and a couple of the folks were uh, going down to Alabama Street and kind of in the south Johnson City side going towards the old Elizabeth and Highway. Uh, there was a, an old rail yard down there, and I had this... Uh, uh, abandoned boxcar that was sitting, you know, like 50 yards off the tracks and stuff. And it was just, it was just sitting there, you know, overgrown. It's going to be, we always go in there and, and like write songs and play music in there because the sound in there was awesome. So this, this tune kind of came up in the midst of, of one of those uh, dealios there. And I originally wrote it for a piano and kind of put it over on a guitar and it works out great on both. And I really like it on guitar. And I never, ever remember to play this song until somebody asked for it. So thanks for asking for it. <laughs> But this one's called Next Year. Next 
I need a pack of cigarettes to get me home. Yeah, the lights just went out. Brought in the cold and home. And it's far from here and home. I might be there next year. And I got to take a drink. Get out on the road Till the boxcars tell me lies Straight from the stores And home It's far from here And home I might be You are listening to Good J.P. Call. Parsons in studio. And a Mr. Keith Vance messaged me back. What did he say? He played drums and bass at the same time, don't he? He said, Barry can do one at a time. Oh, I don't believe it. I don't believe that either. <laughs> That's another thing Keith's known for. He's very modest about things. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get him a... I think I can see him doing uh, the bass with the left hand and get... Or, you know, just get him a kick drum. We just have to use his feet. That'd be We're going to get down that, Keith. We're going to get you one, Keith. We'll build one up for you. Yeah, we'll definitely do that. Build one up for you. Got any shows coming up, JP? Uh, I do. I got some stuff coming up in the area. Let's see. Of just me. Looks like the next thing for me, after I drop all my pins on the ground, is going to be down on State Street, February the 17th. That's a Saturday at The Corner. The Corner. There, the old uh, Java J's. I love the corner. It's a great place. And I heard a rumor that they're going to be moving 
into the old Quaker state. That's what I heard, too. Have you heard about that? I have. So is it true? I don't know. I don't know either. I There's a lot of weird shenanigans going on with everything that's happened. The there. corner and with the angry stuff. Italian. Yeah, angry Italian. I think angry Italian, I just don't think they renewed the lease. Hmm. Or the owners of the building didn't renew the lease for angry Italian. Yeah, that's what I heard, too. Because that's the second building they've been in. You know, they yeah. were around the corner there. It was a little six, small seven. place. They're yeah. on Sixth Street, wasn't it? Sixth. Yeah. I think it was Sixth. Yeah. Right there. They moved. Uh, those angry Italian folks are really nice, too. They are, yes. Nice people. Good people. Uh, they got a really good white pie down there. Ooh. Yeah. Like pesto-based sauce. I know there are chicken parmesan, too, as well. It's great. Because I like to go out. When we do decide to go out and eat, I want to go to, like, you know, a local mm-hmm. place where, like, you know, they need that. 40 bucks definitely to you know pay their employees for to buy their food and everything and stuff like that you know it's like i'd rather my money go to them than say you know like a chain restaurant to where they don't care i mean they That's do true. but they you know it's it's not the money's going to go to somebody who actually needs it and they bring their own kind of touch to the state street and downtown and stuff like that so the state streets have had very different scene than when i moved back here in 2010 there's only, you know, functioning one or two, three maybe places that you could go play music downtown. And especially all the little small businesses all over the place now. None of that stuff were there. A lot of those storefronts were empty back then. So they've done a good job putting money down in there. And That's good. It's a good thing. A lot of it's Believe in Bristol. And, yeah, BCM helps bring stuff down like that. Chamber of Commerce does a lot of good work down there, too. So it seems to be thriving. It is thriving. But I hate to see those businesses close, especially where I like to go eat. <laughs> and bare necessities closed down, closed down too as well. So that's the little coffee house? Yeah. Is that right beside uh, Union? Union, yes. God, Union. I love that lady, Chef T. She hired me to play at her old place. And I'm sorry, I can't remember the name of the hotel. Something Wilson Hotel. In St. Paul, wasn't it? It's out in St. Paul. Yes. And it was snowing upside down. And it was, I think it was right around January or February. I believe it was like 2019. I believe it, yeah, I think it was the year before COVID and stuff like that. Didn't know her, you know, just random, a random hire, <laughs> stuff like that, going there and, and play a set. And, you know, it was a great dinner crowd and stuff like that. And she came up and talked to me for like 45 minutes afterwards. I know she'd been there all day long cooking and doing everything else and stuff like that. And she was one of those kindest people. And immediately when I realized that she was, doing union 41 i was like oh i gotta go down here and see her man and she's so cool and not to mention the food's incredible down there i haven't met it yet but i tend to yeah yes, definitely go out there they uh i think they're still doing some music like they do brunch shows down there so you can go down and sit outside when it's a little bit warmer uh, i think music's like 11 a.m to like one that's nice they got a nice little stage out there it's one of the better stages i think for downtown bristol it's actually you know Good bit up off the ground and how the stage is pointed. It's not pointed towards any residential section. It's mm-hmm. pointed, you know, towards the other business district and stuff like that. Because I know a lot of places downtown get noise complaints for, you know, bands playing. Yeah. Stuff like that. It is. It's Bristol. Bands are going to play. That's true. <laughs> Virginia's got an earlier sound cut off than Tennessee does. Virginia, I think it's a hard 11 o'clock. Okay. 
like as far as like the decimal stuff in Tennessee's is way longer. I think it's like two a.m. Wow, yeah. it's a big difference, isn't it? <laughs> you get away with more stuff in Tennessee for sure. <laughs> Got another song for us? Yeah, let's go on down the line here, Kevin. Thank you so much for having me over here. Today. Well, thank you for coming in. This has been a great, great blast to get to come back over here and and get back in WECH and also uh, our friends at Irvin Wise community over there. Y'all kind of share the station. Is that correct? Do they have their own station over there? In Wise, they don't. As far as I know, right. I'm not sure. Okay, but I know we yeah. air over there, right. Wise and Pound and so they Clintwood. just pick up the broadcast. And I think so. Yes, okay. well, that's cool. Yeah, a lot of good friends over there. Lots of good music people over there too, over in the Wise area. Uh, good stuff's coming out of there. All right, let's go with. Want to just do a lottery question here? Oh, okay, let's do this song here. I'll do this tune here called "The Better Man." This is one is off a. Uh, off the first album, so you go over uh, on on your internets, your phones, and stuff. So a uh, music hosting site I use called Bandcamp is uh, is where to find. I got two studio albums, and I believe it's a six song live EP uh, with the band American Bandwagon with like a I think it was a five piece band uh, that afternoon. But this is one of the ones off the first CD. All right, yep. This one's called The Better Man. There's a place in West Virginia where the mountains split the sky A young girl's playing in the rail yard Waiting for the train to pass by Daddy lives in a bar room A warm whiskey in his hand It's the yellow in his eyes Keeping him from being a better man So Lord please take me to another land Where my dad doesn't talk with the back end of his hand Please help him try and understand So me and mama do the best that we can Mom's cooking in the kitchen Potato cakes and apple pie I heard thunder in the valley When he pulled into the drive He stumbled out of that old pickup An empty beer can in his hand It's yellow in his eyes Keeping him from being a better man So Lord, please take me to another land 
Well, my dad does talk with the back end of his hand. Please help him try and understand. Cause me and mom do the best that we can. This is WEHC Emory 90.7 and WISC FM Wise 90.5. Also heard in Big Stone Gap on 90.1, Clintwood on 90.3, St. Paul on 90.9, Pound on 91.3, Norton on 91.7, and streaming the World Wide Web at WEHCFM.com. And our song of the week is from Blind Feline from uh, Louisville, Kentucky. It's called Caribbean Ocean. Enjoy. Side of eggs and bacon and there's palm trees up in the sky. Almost every other morning I'd be stuck at home short, letting good times pass me by. And I met a little honey, thing she had no money down at the country store. That Caribbean baby says, Take me back to Haiti. i 
Welcome back to Appalachian Artists Live. You're in studios with uh, J.P. Parsons. Hello. Hello, J.P. Hello, good sir. Hello, hello. Nice to see you. You're sounding great as always. Well, thank you. It's nice to be in this nice and warm, cozy room with you. It's nice and cozy, yes. I know. It's cold out there today. It is cold. I got up and let one of my cats out about 5.30 this morning, and I always do like the open the door just stick the end of your arm out check yeah <laughs> to see what it's like and i was like oh man it's cold and wet cold is, and wet cold and wet is your band still together american bandwagon we haven't done anything since i think we did a, a festival last year we've had so much stuff going on i think at the drop of a hat if i could actually book the venue and get everybody paid we would do it again this thing it's hard to, to book bands especially on a region right now when you uh you drop the price of how much you're going to need to come and set up and do three hours and stuff like that people are just like that's insane and i'm like okay i get that and then you know maybe work out ticket deals and some places don't want to do ticket deals they want things to be free mm-hmm. i understand that as well you know it's like in order for me to do this i've got to have this you know kind of thing at the end of the night and uh it seems like after you know 2020 2021 a lot of that stuff has changed um you know just speaking just for our region only and stuff of that and the other half of me is uh i've been so busy with work and and kind of doing like the solo thing and stuff like that that's just like i'm trying to just find time to fit everything there you know mm-hmm. everything there but uh, i think we we've talked a little bit about it there uh their guy who played uh, bass for us, Quentin Horton, who is another fantastic musician. He is uh, fantastic. So he's in a bunch of other projects, but I think he's he, he's at the end of about with uh, a type of cancer. Yeah, I saw and that. I believe that his test, of, as of a couple of days ago, kind of came back negative and stuff like that. It gave us a scare there, you know. Uh, what an incredible guy for the area. And Van, I tell you what, the dude's got incredible stories. <laughs> <laughs> so Quentin's good to have around. And there was Scott Thomas, who's with us with Hearts Gone South. And when Abby Andrus lived around here, she played fiddle with us. Stuff like that. She's a I great fiddle player. Had, oh, yeah, she's phenomenal. She's back in school in Knoxville at UT. And we had, let's see, Chris McCrady play with us a few times, I believe. He was playing some electric guitar. Okay. But it's definitely something I've been uh, working on this huge batch of songs, and uh, hopefully we'll get at some point to be able to to record them, put the money together for that and stuff like that. So maybe maybe down the road we got a spot for something like that. And you're in your band with Hearts Gone South, right? Trisha Trip, nice the Trisha Trip, good yes. country music. She's a phenomenal songwriter and probably the easiest person I've ever worked with in any musical project whatsoever. Just 
here it is, let's work it up, and let's go play the shows. No problems, no egos, no drama, no, you know, no negativity hardly ever whatsoever, and stuff like that. It's the easiest, as far as like, having a music project that travels a lot that I've ever been a part of. So, yeah, if Maybe you get because it, we're all kind of more towards the grown-up spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you guys get a chance to see them, yeah, Hearts Gone South, they are, they are a great band. Right, I, we're going to be around somewhere. Let me see, Kevin. I got the old calendar right here. We're in the area, I think. I've got to look it up. I believe it is up in Whitville. Or as my wife will say, Whiffle. Whiffle. Like a Whiffle, like the Whiffle ball bat. Whiffle. Going up the Whiffle. Whiffle. <laughs> Seven Dogs. Let's Seven Dogs Brew Pub. Yeah, so that's the, the Bristol restaurant. It's, those, it's the same folks that uh, run... Seven dogs, and you've got uh, the Bella, Bellas, both of the Bellas, I believe. Okay, the Italian eaters and the Moon Dog, and I think there might be another one. I can't really remember, but uh, they're great. Uh, they hire me a lot to come out and play their little uh, their music, and I, it's usually like a Friday or a Saturday and stuff like that. And I just don't know where that is, Kevin. Anyway. <laughs> You're dropping everything, JP. I need to have better color coordination in my calendar. Maybe that's what it is. I need to use a different colored pen for my stuff versus a different color for another band, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that's more tone songs for us? Yeah, let's keep on going here. Go on. We doing okay on time? Yeah. We've got uh, 17 minutes. 17 minutes. Golly, I can at least get two songs in there. I've been working uh, again this new batch of songs. I've always when I re when I write stuff for lyrically and musically and stuff like that. Like I've never been able to pull that three minute song off. They usually float around that five, mm -hmm. five and a half minutes uh, and stuff like that. So a lot of the newer kind of stuff that's that's uh, almost ready to, to churn out. There, there's a couple that are under three minutes, but. Maybe this one's not super long. Let's see if we can cram a couple in here. I want to do one kind of a finger style here, if you don't mind. Sounds great. If you don't mind. All right, a love song, if you will. This is called Keep On Loving You.
I might pluck it from a tree Hell, I might pull it from the ground I wrap it up in a big red bow Take it on the town I might make a few mistakes But I'll know just what to do Cause tonight I'm gonna keep on loving Listen to uh, J.P. Parsons here in studio. J.P., you're sounding good as always. Thanks, my friend. I appreciate that. It's the guitar. It's not me. Uh, <laughs> well, you're the one meant to guitar sing. So. That's it, right? Yeah. We were just talking, uh, me and my wife, and I bought this guitar right when I moved to Bristol. And I think it is right at, we might be at uh, the 14th year that I've had this guitar. And I've only dropped it once. 14th it, year. It wasn't bad. And uh, a good friend of ours, Mr. K.T. Van Dyke. K.T., yes. Frog-level guitar. I gave it to him a couple years ago, and he completely stripped all the frets off, put in new frets, set a new nut, and set up intonation a little easier on it for me. And it uh, it sounds better than the day I bought it 14 years later. Wait, it sounds great. Yeah. So I think K.T.'s moved. Did he move? I know his wife went to Canada. Really? I'm so behind. Why, where it's just like you see what people do online, and I haven't seen either one of them. I know he told me he moved his shop to stopped. Bristol. Right, I knew that. Yeah. Tony, would, I think she moved to Canada for a little bit. Wow. And maybe KT went with her. I don't know. I haven't heard. We'll find out. We'll find out. We'll find out. Inquiring minds want to know. Uh, KT, great songwriter. Mm, definitely. Uh, and does great work with guitars and stuff. And I had him on my show back in March. Yeah. I artist. met KT's dad. Before I met KT, Roger Van Dyke. Roger. I was up in, um, let's see, where were we? Lebanon, I believe it was, up there playing music at the place that used to be there. The Old Mill. The Old Mill, oh, yes. Oh, son, rowdy up in there. <laughs> <laughs> it used Roger, to be very rowdy. I met Roger up there, and he was telling me all about his son, and it wasn't very much longer. I met KT, and I met him. He was playing somewhere, and I was like, ah, he's got a cool style, man. Writes good songs. Oh, it does. Good, good, good stuff. Good stuff. But that's frog level guitars. Anybody do any work on your guitars? KT's a good guy. So you're gonna be uh, 
doing the Tennessee Songwriters Competition this year? I don't think so. I've done it a couple times. And that's coming up the first I'm weekend, not, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I'm just not one of those competitive like rider types. <laughs> like I do like every year that I've got to do it, I've listened to every, you know, kind of it's it's most of the people that you and I know we've had them on mm -hmm. our radio shows and stuff like that. I like to be able to go hear their songs. I've been. That's my favorite part. I've been going for the last three, four years. It's yeah. it's very nice. Just are a you year. judging that, or can you tell me if you were? I'm not judging, so okay. I'm definitely not judging. You're not supposed to know the judges, but every time I played, I've walked out and there the judges are like, I've known these people for like 20 years. <laughs> I know uh, Terry Dosher. Right. She yeah. judged the last couple of years. Yeah. From yeah. Uh, the Willow Tree. Boy, you miss that place. I do too. It's a Tri -Cities great place. Needs something like that. They do. You know, the only thing close to that like atmosphere and like the feel like either you know participating or, or being in the audience is is chance lawson's place. oh chance yes that place is great for music and music lovers go in there the market street social market club street social club it's a great That's place great venue close. yeah that and of course you've got the down home excuse me in johnson city which you know legendary venue legendary yes there. definitely uh, you know, it's, but that's about it uh, we lost a couple of places to play around during the pandemic, of course, which is it's going to happen and stuff like that. A lot of places just they don't put it in their budget anymore for music. They don't do they? You know, and I, and I understand that. I do. I do. At the same time, I'm like, you, you're probably going to pay a guy 500 bucks coming and do karaoke for two hours on a Thursday. Yeah, but again, what brings more people out? Does karaoke bring more people out than live music? I'd say a lot of places probably, yeah. Probably, definitely, does, yes. You know. And that's that. That's a sad thing. Yeah, about that. It's different. There's a lot of folks have kind of been like, well, you need to play, you need to have a covers project. And I'm just like, I don't want to do that. And it has nothing to do with whether I, you know, I think that's right or wrong or anything like that. I have no interest in doing that. I probably wouldn't enjoy it as much as I do. It's just like, you know, making your own thing and going and doing your own thing and stuff like that. But there's some places I've been playing around forever and ever like, you know, you'll get up onto a stage and you'll have, you know, 60 people in the audience and you're just playing through all these songs and you're, you're nailing them to the wall, you know, and at the end of it, just conversations, conversations. And the newest thing I've seen recently is somebody came and sat in a table right in front of me, these uh, two dudes and two girls, didn't know them from a hole in the wall and stuff like that. Guy pulls out a Bluetooth speaker, puts it on the table, syncs his phone up to it, and starts playing music through the speaker while I am performing. Well, how rude. Like right in front of me. Well, how rude. Like, well, look you here, bud. <laughs> <laughs> like, who in their right mind thinks that that's okay, though? Yeah. Well, that's not okay. That's nah, not okay. When I go to a venue, Whatever, I, I yeah. want to listen to music. I don't want to listen to you know, conversation. I like that too, but I think a lot of it has to do is like I've always really enjoyed music, and I love to watch people perform. Mm -hmm. I mean, other than, you know, I like being in the audience and being able to watch watch stage presence, you know, watch people's hands on their instruments and stuff like that because I think it's cool. I mean, it's, I always learn something from watching and listening to other people and stuff like that. That's how I learned how to play was watching I grew up in a house, you know, when I was a little kid, my dad had a band, you know, and they would have band practices in, the, in our big garage. And I'd be remember, like, like it was yesterday going there and watching all these long haired hippie type folks, <laughs> you know, in there, you know, playing music and stuff like that. And it was just something that growing up, it was just like, it was just you know, locked into my brain and stuff like that. And I've always loved to watch people perform. It's a great know? thing. I love, I love to watch and I gotta it. I got to be live. Nothing against live streams. Cause I know a lot of artists had to kind of fall back on that during 
uh, locked down and, and, and still there's nothing against live streams, but you don't get the energy of being in the room with an audience. True. When you're sharing those, those shared emotions there. Less karaoke, more live music, Kevin. That's, that's, that's right. the moral of the story. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's keep on going here, brother. Let's squeeze. We can squeeze one. Oh, here we got a little cheating. A little cheating, a little leaving, a little coming back. All wrapped up into one. All right, let's see here. This is kind of a newer one. Uh, yeah, 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 okay. This one's called uh, <coughs> uh, Look the Other Way. Thank you all the time. 
want to thank our listeners for tuning in today to J.P. Parsons. And next week, Sunday at 3 p.m. from Knoxville, Tennessee, I have Mike Jones coming in studio. Oh, Mike. You know yeah. Mike? Oh, yeah. yeah. It'll be my first time uh, listening to him. All right. Cool, cool, looking cool, forward cool. to yeah. it. And, uh, J.P., thank you for coming in. Thank I you for having me. I greatly appreciate it. Good to see you, man. Great to see you. And uh, everybody have a good day and good night.